Hey, welcome to the Ultra Young Podcast. This is episode two. I'm here with Colby Paul. We are actually re-recording this one. Yep. Uh, tell me why we're doing this again. Uh, first time we recorded it, I really didn't come into it with any any notes. I kind of was just winging it, and I didn't I didn't get to tell all that I wanted to tell. So I feel like if you're following this journey with me, I should get everything out there pretty much. Okay. So, so. we'll probably cut back into our other other one that we recorded to show all the things of like, yeah, I didn't wake up. I didn't, I, I, like <laughs> yeah. all the things that you wanted to get rid of, we'll try to put like yeah. into a little blooper reel or whatever. Yeah, you guys um, will definitely get a fun story. So we're talking nutrition. We're talking about training. Um, so early on, you've done a half marathon um, and then doing a 32 mile run. Um, we want to talk about the training that went into that, your nutrition. And let's start with the, the half marathon. Like, tell us your story of how you got ready for that, how you trained for it, and how it went. Uh, as a total, I think I ran three times <laughs> and never over three miles at a time. And yeah. for the half marathon. For the half marathon. Yeah. So this was, was more of just like, hey, let's run this. And yeah. Like, and I was like, I'm I was athletic enough that I, I believed, yeah, I can finish. Yeah. So that was the half marathon, the haunted half definitely wasn't a milestone in my, it wasn't a big goal I set. It was just kind of a, all right, I'll do it. I'll go do it. Okay. So half marathon, little to no training. Nutrition mm -hmm. was probably just regular high yeah. school kid nutrition. Mm -hmm. um, you didn't even think about it. So when you moved from that and your dad invited you to do the uh, 32 mile or the 50 K, what changed if anything? Well, nutrition did not change at all. I'm a picky eater at heart, and that just kept going. I ate whatever I wanted, whenever I wanted. Didn't even have the race in mind. My training did bump up. I would yeah. run more often and a little longer, but not nearly as often as I should have. Okay. I cheated pretty hardcore when it came to training. My dad would come home and be like, hey, did you run this morning? Yeah. I, great eight mile run this morning <laughs> and i didn't even get out of my bed oh <laughs> no it's the whole thing of like hey did you clean your room uh yeah and i mean i'm only hurting myself saying that yeah. he doesn't it's like he doesn't care i run or not it's i'm the one who should be caring and were you 15 or 16 when he did that i one? was 16 16 mm -hmm. okay so a 16 year old kid like your yep. very first ultra like that's that's super young for anybody to be running an ultra it, and do you feel like you went into it without proper knowledge? Yeah, I went into it just like, same as the half marathon, I'll just get it done. I'll just do it. I had the same mindset with the 50K as I did with the half marathon. <laughs> it's coming up. Oh. And if that doesn't tell you that I was a 16 year old, what does? Yeah, that's like, funny. So bad. And it hit me hard. I was like, holy cow, doing the race. I, I mean, if it wasn't for my dad, it wouldn't have finished. Okay. And it was just, it beat me down. It was like, that's what happens when you don't train and you don't take your nutrition serious. So you say you bumped up your training from the half marathon, which was pretty much non-existent. Mm -hmm. um, looking through now, like with an outside perspective, some honest um, thoughts, like what was your training like, let's say an average week um, getting ready for that uh, ultra marathon? For the first 50K, it was like maybe two to three times a week. And at best, I was doing a 10-mile run. Okay. If I really felt like it and I really wanted to, I could do 10 miles. But usually it would be 
just go out there for five miles and come back after school. Yeah. And which was just weak. I mean, and I would, what would happen is I'd be running and I'd just tell myself, oh, you just did three miles. You're good. <laughs> You're good for 32 miles. Yeah. Like, how dumb is that? Uh, <laughs> I can't naive. even imagine I don't it. think it's dumb at all. I think it's just a <laughs> lack of understanding. Um, 16 years old doing that. And then with the nutrition from that point, like you, you finish your, your uh, 50K, uh, your dad pushes you through it, mm-hmm. and you tell yourself that you're never going to do it again. Oh, yeah. I was like, everyone asked, they're like, oh, I can't believe you did that. And I'm like, yeah, well, it's the only one I'm ever going to yeah, do. I'm never doing it again. Never having it again. And then fast forward a year later, <laughs> Dead Horse Point Ultra comes. I'm signed up for it because me and my dad, my dad was like, once again, hey, this race is coming up. Want to do it? Sure. I've done, sure. One, I've done one before. <laughs> I can do, do it. it. And you'd think, since I struggled so much in the first one, yeah. that I knew, just train more. Yeah. Nope. My mind was like, <laughs> you've done a 50K. You don't, you, even need, you don't even need to train as much as you did. Yeah. And it was... You were over-prepared. Yeah. I was <laughs> like, what? I think back on it. I'm like, what was I... I was like, no, don't say that to yourself. Okay. So you, you learned a lot from your first one but didn't implement any of that learning into doing your second ultra. Nope. So after your second ultra, things really started to like come together with two ultras under your belt, a half marathon, um, some lack of training. You finish that second ultra. Um, What's your thought process at this point? Well, those are fun. Never doing those again. (laughs) Again, (laughs) that's pretty much what it was. And then you push forward to like now, and I was just kind of like, signing up for the 50 miler, I was like, this would be, this is something that is just a hard challenge that I will have to, it's not something I can just do even with like with bad training. Like this is something I have to push myself and show like solo responsibility yeah. to get ready for. And I did like it's full night and day training from the 50 K to the 50 mile. Yeah. So in that training for the 50 K, um, you are now holding yourself responsible probably less accountability to your parents to your dad saying like yes i ran now you know like Mm -hmm. i've got to run and you've got that experience so um heading toward the the 50 mile race let's let's talk about a weekly insight into your 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 week yeah so we have a week of training is i have a base goal of let's do 50 miles so that would usually consist of i'd rest two days I always rest a Sunday and I usually rest a Monday, Tuesday, or Thursday because those are days I work. Yeah. And when I have work, it's <laughs> after school, which means I don't have to have, have time to run after school. So I have to get up in the morning. Oh, and yeah. that is, if I had a strengths and weaknesses category, weakness <laughs> is getting up early to run. Yeah. And just to kind of break it down, like you start class at 745 in yep. the morning. Um, you've got a full load of eight classes every teacher thinks that their topic is the most important. <laughs> they give you homework. Then you go to work how many times? Three times a week? Three times a week. Three for, times a week yeah, to three keep hours that moving. Uh, at Qualtree? Yep. <laughs> Shout yeah. out to Qualtree. Yeah, following through on the tradition of working at Qualtree. Oh, that's great. Gotta love it. So when all of that's put together, you've also got responsibilities to your friends like you you need to be a teenager hang out and then you've got other like religious responsibilities so many things packed in there like most kids are are overwhelmed with just the thought of school friends family and 
not even adding work to it. How, how were you able to like smash all that in to be able to make it work? You say you woke up early, but like you had to get up pretty early to get a yep. 10 mile run in before school. Yeah, if I woke up in the morning, my alarm was set 4.45 in the morning because I, that gave me time to get up, get ready, go out there, run. I usually, if it was a morning, I'd run about eight miles, get back, shower, get breakfast, go to school. So you're that, starting school <laughs> when most people are just starting their day. Yep, that all goes to bed. That all happens before 7.45, <laughs> 4.45 to 7.45. And that's just, that's how I start my morning. And then... That's why I love days I don't have work yeah. because I just get a, it's kind of a rest day in a way. I get to wake up, go to school, I get home, I can, I can kind of just relax a little and then I can go on my run and I can usually do about 10 to 12 miles on a day I don't have school. Yeah, which is fun to think like that feels like a rest even though you're mm -hmm. putting in four to five more miles than you would in the morning. And so. like you said, it's, I mean, there's so much stuff. You think running is like, just another responsibility, but in a way it's like meditation almost. Yeah. Like it's, it's a time that when you're just out, I'm out running, it's like, all right, everything's clear. I just have my music, I'm relaxed, really tired, but yeah. also relaxed. So it's, it's nice in a way. Yeah, I mean, when I train, I feel like the first half mile or whatever, you're, you're, you're still in that mode of like, you remember how warm your bed was yep. and how nice it was and like, why am I doing this? But then after a little bit, you're just in that moment. So that's fun. So do you listen to music as you go? Do you kind of stay in your own head or what do you do? Yeah, I, uh, I, I listen to music. I love listening to music. It always just kind of, when I run, music amplifies whatever my emotion is. So if I'm pumped up and yeah. I put on a pump up song, <laughs> I'm like, bring on the 100 miler right now. Let's do I'm this. ready. So what's your playlist? Like, what's your, uh, let's say your top three artists that you listen to? Top three artists? Well, numero uno. It's the one I passed. It's the one I crossed the 50 line in. Britney Spears. <laughs> that was <laughs> yeah. not what I was expecting. <laughs> Britney Spears. I, if, you ever, if you ever need motivation to run, put on some <laughs> Britney Spears and just go. It, it helped me. Okay, I have to ask, like, what song was it from Britney Spears? Um, oh, it, there's, there's if, two. If it was hit me baby one more time. There's two. We're branding this thing right now. <laughs> it's oops. I did it again. <laughs> and toxic. <laughs> if I listen to toxic, <laughs> I can run a three minute mile. <laughs> it's just, I, I mean, everyone's got the music's uh, relative to everyone. And yes, there we go. And I was, I was <laughs> profiling you. And I was trying to think of like what type of music would you be listening to, whether it's Kanye, Kendrick Lamar, or some sort of like rock and roll. I, I, I even like ventured into the country artist. I was like trying to figure You're out like, where you it are. Could happen. Like, Britney Spears was not who I thought you were gonna listen to. And Hit Me Baby one more time was like her breakout song. Yeah. And then Toxic was her like break into Toxic the is like the big Oh, I'm Britney Spears. Yeah. I'm not the perfect girl. I'm Colby Paul, and I'm, <laughs> I'm the perfect runner. <laughs> okay, so uh, we hit number one, and I don't want to know anything else about it. <laughs> that's so all you that's, need to know. Let's just leave it at that. So um, in your training, you listen to music. Mm -hmm. You get out early. Um, yep. You're looking at your nutrition. So moving into the 50-mile, and let's actually jump to your 100-mile mm -hmm. uh, race. Like Your 50-mile is just training for that 100. Yep. So 
what are you going to do? What are you, what's your plan for nutrition? Not only during the race, but like prep going up to the race. Like, are you going to be eating as many donuts as you've been donut Fridays are out the window (laughs) until March 13th. I had my last donut Friday, the Friday before my 50. (laughs) And I told myself, I promised myself, you cannot go to daylight donuts until March, until you've done a hundred miler. And I'm sticking to it, which is in my book, it's pretty impressive. All right. So when you finish your big, big race, you're going to make some posts on your Instagram pages with hashtag Britney Spears toxic slash daylight donuts <laughs> donut Friday. <laughs> yep, that's you you will see a post of me at Daylight Donuts the day after my hundred. Okay. And I want to jump back to the music because <laughs> Nope. Yeah, nope. we gotta make one because nope. if you follow the Instagram you'll see it's Britney Spears one and Ab ABBA is number oh, two. Wow. Because those two I mean I'm I'm not a running I don't I'm not good at giving tips. Yeah. But those are my tips. You listen to those two artists, <laughs> you can run whatever distance you want to run. Okay. <laughs> Britney Spears, Ava. Okay, now I'm intrigued. What's your your third artist that you have in your uh, rotation? Oh, that's tough. I mean, I don't even I can't even like put a finger on one single artist. Christmas music during Christmas time was a huge motivator but it doesn't oh, anymore colby paul you, people find their motivation everywhere yes they there do that's um, there's there's somebody for everyone yeah there's a song for <laughs> there's, everyone there's a song for every single person oh, oh you may be the most it. wholesome person i've ever met yeah so uh <laughs> i guess with this nutrition and training uh piece we can kind of conclude the uh the episode with um what are you going to be doing for that 100 mile race? Um, and full disclosure, we're jumping back. You've already done the 50 miles. Yes, 50 miles completed. But we're not going to give anything away. No. Nope. Um, but as far as the training um, for your 50 miler and then moving to the 100 miler, we've talked about it. Um, but your nutrition during the races, uh, what do you do? The 50 miler, no pacers, nobody there to help nope, you out. The 100 miler, you've got pacers and we've talked about what they're going to be doing, but like, what is your nutrition plan for that 100 mile race? It's gonna be, I have to have a mix of gels because like mm-hmm. I said earlier, I'm picky. So yeah. it's, it's tough to find things that are really good for me and I enjoy eating because yeah. you have to enjoy at least a little bit what you're eating. So there's certain gels that I'm okay to take. Uh, Smarties are a huge help just to get in. A quick, just get energy. Sugar. Yeah, just get sugar and energy. And then potatoes. Potatoes are going to be huge. I'm going to down some potatoes. <laughs> just a cooked potato in tinfoil? Yep. And just, <laughs> I'll be eating a crap ton of those and just kind of sugar and then drinking water and getting electrolytes. Okay. I'll have a, I'll have a water packet and electrolytes and packet. do you have like a time period that this is happening every single time that your pacers know, like an alarm goes off and says you need to be eating or is it gauged by how you're feeling? Uh, through the first 30, it'll be kind of gauged how I'm feeling. And then with the pacers, it'll be... I need a gel or two yeah. through each, like about a mile, a gel a mile. Okay. Pretty much is so kind of what keep, I'm going to be looking keep at. Keep you going. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, this is a very impressive thing that you're doing, um, pushing to become such a young ultra young runner. So um, the, the, is the end goal the 100 miler or do you have 
aspirations to do another hundred miler? Or is it like, that's the end all, like I've hit the hundred miles. I am good. I'm done. So I was talking to someone about this because they were asking like, are you going to be doing more races? And I don't know. I don't see any more races in my future in a way because like with a 50K, it's more about your time. How you yeah. Do. Like when I look at an ultra marathon, I look at the distance and see, I want to push myself to see if I can go that far. So if I've done a hundred, that's almost like my peak. Yeah. So 50 K what I will still do is run outdoors. Like yes. that's something I love and just enjoy doing. So during the summer, if I see a mountain and I'm like, Oh, I'm going to get to the top of that. I can do that. And that's, I'll really enjoy that. But a race is it's, I don't see any races in my future as of right now, but I'm impulsive. So, yeah. <laughs> so we'll see after every single race. I'm never doing <laughs> <Yeah>. that again. <laughs> never doing that again. So, um, well that concludes episode two of the ultra young podcast we're uh excited for you guys to be following this uh you can follow us on social media if you want to give the uh, underscore ultra young yeah the ultra young podcast it's a young podcast i post updates on my runs and just pretty much the daily life of me and an ultra ultra young runner ultra young okay thanks for being a part of this